Hey everybody, we are continuing our best of series this week. Wanted to get your ear really quick. So tomorrow will be the final day uh, that you can register for the personal podcast project. So I've got a couple of spots open for this. Again, I know you guys have probably heard me talking about it all week. The idea here though is that whenever you listen to this, you're really looking for how it might apply to you and your life. And so you're kind of doing some work to fit your story into the story that I'm talking about on the podcast or that really anybody is. And so what I'm going to do is actually put you through a battery of tests, a questionnaire. We're going to do a coaching call so I can learn more about your story, what you're hoping to accomplish in your life. And then much like a coach would, I'm going to put together a series of thoughts and anecdotes and journaling prompts and ideas for deeper reflection and build a podcast entirely about you. If you're interested in having that as somewhat of a coaching companion or an aid in your personal development journey, I will link it up in the show notes of this episode. And you can find more details also at rickalexander.com. Without further ado, on to the show. Would your name be Alice? By any chance? Yes, but I'm not the one that everyone's talking about. The Hatton would not have given himself up just for any Alice. From the moment I fell down that rabbit hole, I've been told what I must do and who I must be. I've been shrunk, stretched, scratched, and stuffed into a teapot. I've been accused of being Alice and of not being Alice, but this is my dream. I'll decide where it goes from here. If you diverge from the path... I make the path. It's no use going back to yesterday, because I was a different person then. That's Alice uh, as she approached Wonderland. Welcome back to Morning Coffee. My name is Rick Alexander. Yesterday, I was watching Alice in Wonderland, and I'm not going to do a full breakdown of the movie because I think that's probably one of the movies or or even books or stories that have been uh, parceled apart more often than any other story, honestly, in our culture. It's like there's so much hidden meaning and and everything in it seems to be a double entendre for something that's bigger than than what Alice is going through. But one of the things that, that struck me in that movie was the way that Alice kept herself together as she entered Wonderland. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, because we're constantly in this life put in situations that can feel a bit destabilizing. And the reason they feel destabilizing is because you've mapped the world out and you've decided that things are a certain way. And then often what happens is we realize that things aren't the way that we had capitulated the world or put things together. And and in that moment, how we react, it actually has a lot to say with whether or not going forward, we, we have any kind of semblance of peace or growth in our lives or not. You know, this is one of the reasons that it can be so detrimental to have a breakup or go through a divorce or go through if you get fired from a job or let go or just a number of things can happen in life. Like one text message can really change the whole narrative of your day, of your life, of everything that you're going through. And a lot of times what happens is in those moments where something unexpected happens, what it makes us feel is though the world is not the world that we had originally mapped out or thought that it was, right? So what happens, let's say, let's go in the case of a relationship. Sometimes if one person, if one partner finds out that the other partner had been cheating on them, what happens is the person that got cheated on instantly realizes that the person that they were dating isn't who they thought they were. Because 
humans have a really hard time holding space for other people to have multiple facets of their personality or of their character. We tend to box people up and think that they're one thing. And so when somebody goes out and they do something that's not the thing that we thought that they were going to do, all of a sudden we realize maybe we don't know them so well. And if we don't know them, then maybe we don't know ourselves so well because we know ourselves in relation to the world around us and the people around us. And so now what you find yourself is in a world where things aren't quite right. They aren't like you thought that they were. And what I find to be interesting is when Alice begins to meet different people in the Wonderland, let's say the Mad Hatter, she realizes that that the Mad Hatter and all of the the, the characters that are around him are absolutely insane. Think, there's no there's no semblance of order. Things aren't what they thought they were. Like a lot of times we rely on certain small social cues in order to know that the world's what we think it is, that, that we're comfortable where we're at. And so when people are acting, let's say, insane around you, right? Like like what's happening with her as she's talking to the Mad Hatter, there's a certain poise that will help you deal with that world. What most people do is they cling to the picture of the world that they had. And as the world manifests itself, if it's different than the picture that you had, people have a really hard time moving forward in those moments. And so what I noticed in, in the way that that story unfolded is that the way that Alice approached this wonderland, this new world, was with a combination of courage and curiosity. And to be bravely curious in a world that you don't understand is no easy undertaking. But I do think that that's probably the, the most correct mentality that you could take or disposition that you could take toward a world that is different than the one that you thought it was. What most people do is instead of accepting that the world is different than they thought it was and trying to understand how it now is, what most people do is they try to go back to making the world what they wanted it to be or what they thought it was at the beginning. And so what, what would happen there is if Alice took that, there's a, there's a lot of moments throughout the beginning of the movie where Alice is saying, well, this is all just a dream. It's all just a dream. I know it's going to go away. And, and that's a lot of times how we deal with a reality that doesn't match our own, right? Instead of trying to learn how the new world is, what we end up doing is trying to, we, we end up getting stuck in that spot, just trying to capitulate our picture to make the world that we're in match the one that we had, the way that we had thought the world was. But what I think what she eventually finds out is that she sort of leans into herself, but she approaches everything with some courage because she she eventually decides to start taking control of the narrative in the in in this wonderland. She gets to decide like how things happen and how they're going to happen. And by her actually making that choice is the thing that actually makes everything fall in line with what she had wanted to happen. And so that's something to know as well, because as you as you're dealing with a world that's not what you thought it was, you mustn't forget that you always have control over yourself and you always have control over the way that you're interacting with those situations. And now her, her innate curiosity, which is kind of alluded to throughout the movie, serves her well in the Wonderland because she starts figuring out that there's more to it than she thinks. There's actually a whole quest that needs to take place in this new world. And if she wasn't curious and open to the fact of that happening, perhaps she would just stay stuck in this moment where she was just trying to wake up. And of course, that would have been to no avail because it wasn't actually a dream. And I think that's the correct disposition toward our lives these days. Look, anything could happen that could change your life in an instant. And in that moment, the world's not going to be what you thought it was because the world is ever evolving, but your picture of it is slow to evolve. Until it has to, it normally doesn't. And so when you find yourself in a world that doesn't match your expectations, then the correct disposition is courage and curiosity. Because if you're curious, you'll find out how that world actually, how that world works. 
right? And that's what you want to know, right? That's the naivety of growing into an adult is that you find out how the world actually is. But it takes a certain curiosity to engage with it, to figure out those things. And it takes courage because to be curious in a world that you don't understand, where it does seem like things could harm you, and where things have harmed you in the past is no easy task. And anybody that's been fired from a job or had a partner cheat on them or just had the world turned upside down in an instant understands how much courage it takes to go back out and confront that world, even though it's far different than the one that you had originally pictured. And so my hope for you and for myself is that you stay bravely curious, even as the world turns out not to be the world that you thought it was. The substructure of this story is that the entire thing is a quest. It's preparing you for who you need to be and what you need to know. But it takes, a certain, it takes a certain bravery and a certain curiosity in order to stay engaged and to learn those lessons and come out on the other side a better human. A lot of people get their world turned upside down. And when that happens, you have an option. You can piece it back together, right, so it's smaller, so that you're safer. Uh, although that might not lead to so much contentment, but it's certainly a route that a lot of people take. Another route that people take is uh, just staying stuck in that place because they can't picture it together how it should be. They just stay stuck on where it broke, right? And then the last is, is Alice's disposition. And that's, that's what I want for you and what I want for me because it takes a brave curiosity to engage with the world as it is, not as we thought it was. But what we find is that it's always what we end up needing it to be. And I think that's the most important takeaway. Anyway, it has been for me. I love you guys. We'll talk tomorrow on Morning Coffee. A cap for up in my day Once too many fingers for the haters Life's only getting good